Founding Daddies. Hello, everyone. Welcome to our new project. Uh, I'm Jess. I'm Nick. <laughs> Hi. Um, we're doing a podcast about American presidents, and uh, we're really excited about it. Nick, how much do you know about American presidents? You know, not that much. I'm excited to do this show. It'll be a fun opportunity to learn about presidents. I'm interested in American history, certainly. I just don't feel like I know all the facts. You know, everybody knows like the big presidents. <laughs> we we all know Donald Trump. And that's a, that's pretty much the yeah. only one I could name. <laughs> I could go as far back as George W. Bush because I as a nine-year-old identified as a republican you know what's funny i did as a little kid too yeah i imagine because your parents were also republicans or was it just a, a based on coolness of the current president thing my parents were independent for as long as they could be now they're democrat which i'm proud of it and you know what if you hate me Rate us five stars on iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, we're we're starting where it started with George Washington. I have a fun fact up top. These are the listed illnesses of George Washington. Malaria, smallpox, tuberculosis, dysentery, pneumonia. That guy lived. Those are some bad ones. Yeah. I'd say I wouldn't want any of those. No, let me think. Uh, no, I don't think I'd want any of those. Maybe just so I could say I had it like Oregon Trail style. That'd be fun. That'd be fun. But you don't want to die of it like Oregon Trail. No. And I do think, I don't know anything about dysentery, but I'd guess you die 99.9% .9 of the time. Uh, it seems high, but... I only have George Washington facts. I don't have dysentery facts today. Mm. I got a good fact, though. Yeah, go on. Here's the fun fact. George Washington never lived in the White House. I. That's actually a cool <laughs> fact. Is that true? It is true. And I'll tell you the reason why. It's because it didn't exist yet. Oh, my God. Yeah. Everybody thinks, oh, the White House, it's so American. Well, guess what? It wasn't here when America started. I've been had. Oh, also to our, our many, many, many listeners, um, if you hear uh, tweets or general destruction in the background, I have two birds, two parrots live in my home. There's nothing I can do about it. That's her. That's pig. That's one of them. Um, but okay. I guess, yeah, we've we've talked about George Washington. Do we want to move on to the real premise of the podcast? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so the idea is, <laughs> this is already a little embarrassing. The idea is that I, Nick, I did your podcast about three months ago, and I had such a good time, and it was so funny, and I um, embarrassingly had never listened to the podcast before you asked me to be on it. And, of course, I went back and I listened to my own episode, as I do with every single podcast I'm on, but... Uh, then I listened to more episodes and I realized how many of my friends have podcasts that are probably also very funny that I have simply never, ever listened to and never would unless I was asked to be on it. And so the idea is that um, we will not have a guest on this show until somebody listens to the podcast. That's right. And um, 
to incentivize, we're going to share embarrassing stories and or secrets about ourselves and see how long it takes for somebody to listen and maybe even bring it up in casual conversation. Um, we only ask that if you are listening to the podcast, don't share with other people what it is. We'll share a, a password at the end of this episode that you can share if you with us if you'd like to be a guest on the pod. But um, we'd really appreciate it if you didn't tell other people. Don't promote it. Don't give away the fun surprise. It's a little bit of a social experiment. Yeah. yeah. Thank, thank you, Nick, for agreeing to do this because the pitch is – uh, what if we had a podcast where the goal was that nobody ever listened? Yeah, and I do a podcast called Reactivators. We, I don't want to reveal the numbers, but I'll say there's more <laughs> than zero listeners. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, at least one of them now is me because since I've done it, I'm like, wow, I love this podcast that my two friends, Nick and Tyler, put together, and I'm I'm now a listener. Yes, I am so happy that we won you over so thank you so much Jess. and what you got from that is that now i'm making you do another podcast yeah that's my punishment you've reached the rewards <laughs> of having me on your show um do you have do you know what you're gonna talk about do you have an idea of of what you're gonna share and if you'd like to go first or second uh, i i'm a little torn i almost feel like it seems like you might have an idea for a story. Is that correct? I do. Yeah. Maybe you want to hit me with yours and I can figure out something my totally flow. similar. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. My story is, um, I shouldn't, I should have looked it up, but I think five or six years ago, me and two of my friends were asked to do a Snapchat original show. I don't know if you've ever had Snapchat or watched a Snapchat original show. Um, at this point, I had deleted my Snapchat because Rihanna told me to. This was post um, the Rihanna Chris Brown Snapchat incident where like Snapchat made a joke about Chris Brown beating Rihanna and Rihanna said delete Snapchat and like they lost like 10 million users in one day. But uh, me and two girlfriends were on a musical improv team together. It was me, Leah, and Gigi got asked to do this Snapchat original where it was called Drunk High or Sober. And uh, we would show up and one of we would pick cards. One person would be drunk, one person would be high, one person would be sober. And then you would have to do some sort of challenge because we we're a musical improv team. Our challenge was to write an original rap and then a a guy who I guess was a rapper himself or had experience producing it would judge it and crown one of us a winner. And um, we had gotten to the studio and they filmed our introductions and then we picked cards. I got the drunk card. Leah got the high card. Gigi got the sober card. And I was excited because I like was not and still am not like a huge stoner, but I was like, I'm familiar with being drunk. I'm funny. Um, and <laughs> But between filming introductions and rolling on the like actual challenge part, there was only, I want to say like 30 minutes. And so they had to get me drunk in 30 minutes. And I think they had asked maybe a couple days before, like, if you pick this card, what kind of booze do you like? And I said, whiskey and red wine, because those were like the two things I drank at the time. And so they provided me with, uh, as you can imagine, the cheapest possible whiskey and like a jug of red wine. And in those 30 minutes, they like 
supplied me with alcohol and my tolerance was not high. I don't know, Nick, what's like, what amount of drinks would you have to have to be like drunk? Ooh, I, I've barely been drunk. I think we'll find out quickly on this show that my embarrassment comes from being a nerd who stayed home <laughs> a lot of the time. Uh, but probably like, at least Okay, so have you never been like shit faced in your whole life? I I got oh, you know what? I did that that might be I I don't have a real story from it, but I went to a bachelor's party in San Diego a couple weeks ago for my mm -hmm. best friend who's getting married and we split a punch bowl Mai Tai. Oh my god. That cost two hundred and fifty dollars and there were eleven guys and oh, we okay, each we each had a straw and we went to town and they had said it was the strength of 17 Mai Tais, mm. but I think it was like double that because <laughs> yeah. in that one drink, we were all like stumbling That's around. Those where they up. like, they have to check like at least 10 people's IDs to just put the <laughs> drink in. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Um, but, but I, the only other time I probably had like five uh, slushy strawberry margaritas. Um <laughs> and that got me good <laughs> yeah that amount of sugar alone would yeah. i would kill myself um because the thing about being drunk at all it's already embarrassing especially the next day like classic classic human when i'm drunk i'm the most attractive funniest person who's ever lived and then the next day i'm like i alienated everyone who's ever loved me last night um so being drunk is already embarrassing but in that, to the best of my memory, in that 30 minutes, they, they gave me at least five shots of whiskey and probably two glasses of red wine. Mm. And at that time, especially, I was like younger. I was like much thinner than I am now. My tolerance was probably like, I would need three drinks to get like drunk. That was a night out for me. It was like three drinks. Um, and so the last thing I remember was right before we started filming, the producer and I'm still fucking mad at this producer because he was actually on like a digital sketch team that I was a fan of. And I told him that and I like trusted him right before we started filming. He said, how drunk do you feel? And I was like, pretty drunk. And he's like, give her one more shot. And they gave me one more shot and I blacked out in a way that I have never blacked out since. Like, you know, like you have trouble remembering things when you get wasted, but I have never again experienced the feeling of like a complete lapse in memory um because i woke up barfing in an uber and what my girlfriends gigi and leah later told me was that after we were done filming i had like gone to the bathroom and then we went outside to wait for an uber because snapchat very generously got us an uber home when they got one of us really high and one of us wasted and I just started barfing on the sidewalk and the first uber came and would not take me very reasonably yeah. So they went back inside and they got a garbage bag and they held it around my face like I was like a horse, like eating grain. And they got the second Uber to take me. And I woke up barfing in the Uber. God bless Lee and Gigi. If if you if y'all ever listen to this, I love you so much. They are true like girls, girls. Um, that they took care of me and they took me back to their house because they lived together. And I passed out on the couch and I didn't wake up until six p.m. Um. And I think we finished shooting at like 12.31 and they filled me in and uh, I woke up and they were watching Agent Cody Banks too because <laughs> since they got home, Gigi had also gotten really high. Lee and Gigi were like baked and they were watching a stupid movie. And then I think I fell back asleep 
because I ended up walking back to my house at like 11 p.m. I go into my shitty tiny studio apartment and I barfed again. And then I went to bed. And in the middle of the night, I woke up and um, I reached over to my bedside table. And the only thing I could reach was my water bottle, my like big empty Nalgene. And I barfed into the Nalgene. Oh. At this point, I've lost like 18 hours of my life to being absolutely wasted. Oh my and then gosh. I think I woke up again at like nine in the morning. And obviously I was incredibly, incredibly dehydrated. <laughs> and so what I did was I reached my bedside table to where my water bottle was because I was like, in my mind, there would be water in my water bottle. And I ended up um, taking a big sip of my own barf, which of course made me barf again. That's and, vile. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's absolutely disgusting. And what's insane is before... <laughs> Before shooting this Snapchat original show, uh, I hadn't barfed in, I think, 14 years. Wow. Yeah, I would not barfed since I was, like, a child. And, um, and then in the span of 24 hours, I barfed probably, like, at least 12 times. And at the time, I was, like, incredibly embarrassed. And I still am, mostly that I, like, barfed so much from drinking. But I also am, like... I should have sued them, actually. They put me in, like, a really dangerous position, and I could have, like, I wish I'd been sent to the hospital so I could have sued Snapchat because I know I signed a release, but, like, they should not have given a young woman that much booze for the purpose of a Snapchat original that um, surely was viewed by, like, a thousand people. And I got paid. This is the worst part. How much do you think I, I got paid for an hour and a half of shooting with Snapchat. Um, I'm going to guess $500. $75. Oh, no. I, I wouldn't be, I would not be surprised at all if I never got the money. I would be shocked if I'd even gotten that $75 because I can't remember anything about that day other than like some selfies I took in the mirror and like maybe showing up with the girls. Um, and what is crazy is after they posted it, I got like a bunch of new Instagram followers and I asked Gigi and Lee, I was like, did you guys get a bunch of new followers from this? And they were like, no. And I'm like, what the fuck did I do on that dumb, stupid show that all of these men, of course they were all men, men started following me. Okay. And uh, to this day, I don't know. And it was Snapchat. So was it yeah. even possible to rewatch it? No. Well, also, I didn't. I never watched it because I was embarrassed. And also, I didn't have Snapchat and I wasn't going to download it again just to watch this show. I think they might have posted like one promotional clip on Instagram that I also did not watch. But I think that's how those guys like found me on Instagram. Wow. That is an amazing odyssey. This corporation really got you good. Yeah. Yeah. Snapchat. Um, bad. And also that producer. I'm like so mad at that producer. I would have been funny even if I hadn't had about seven drinks in 30 minutes. Yeah. Gosh, that that's too much. It does feel irresponsible. And honestly, I'd be willing to bet that the contract you signed wasn't like amazing. <laughs> <laughs> they'd, yeah, they'd probably like Googled and printed it out like, previously. Yeah. Uh, wow. That, thank you for sharing that story. That's incredible. Oh, thank you. I'm glad you liked it. I think, I think I've told people about the Snapchat thing, but I don't think I've ever mentioned that I accidentally drank my own barf in the morning. No, that's pretty nasty. 
Yeah, and my studio apartment at the time was already really nasty. It was disgusting, and uh, I'm gonna. It probably took me like a day to clean up that bar fight bet. Hey. Yeah. Man. Oh, that's a story for another episode. I could do. I could do probably multiple stories about my studio apartment and how bad it was. <laughs> uh, I probably got some bad apartment stories too. What you were talking about has me thinking because you're talking about an Uber not being willing to pick you up. And I have a lot of driving stories in general, but I also had a stretch where I was both an Uber and a Lyft driver. Oh, I'm not even at the embarrassing part yet, but I, <laughs> I did 1000 Lyft rides. In what amount of time? Six months. <laughs> Oh my God. And did you get to a thousand and you were like, I've done it. And then you quit. It was, a, it was like that, but I wasn't happy. <laughs> I, <laughs> first off, while we're talking about apps like Snapchat and stuff, all these kind of um, rideshare apps tend to be sort of predatory towards drivers. Yeah. I worked as a dispatcher at this delivery company for a long time. And you see the kind of people who, come in and out and i always say that there's like four quadrants you have young people who are looking for something to do old people who are looking for something to do convicts and immigrants neither of them can really do much else because it's yeah. really hard to find work so you either have people who are bored and not giving it their all or people who really rely on it and take it seriously and there are no protections for these people and it's been a thorn in my paw for a while but i started as one of them and i had just quit a job at domino's pizza uh which is in itself an another story couple I of stories love domino's and i want to hear more about domino's at another time we will but i had walked out of domino's three days into um, starting at a new location. I'd worked for one for a little bit longer than this next one. I was like, I got my Lyft license, which was <laughs> consisted of a vetting process of me driving to Glendale and standing in front of a bush. And some guy drove up and took a picture of me and left. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't make you do the test drive. No. I try. I also tried to be a Lyft driver once and I got rejected because I had like totaled my car. And so I tried to do the onboarding in a rental and they must have ran the plates and been like, they don't own that car. And so uh, I never got to be a Lyft driver. Wow. I'm so yeah. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> big, big miss for me. Oh my gosh. I just thought of another story in the same vein. I'll tell this one because it actually is embarrassing. Uh, I So I was doing these rides and I was just going nonstop and immediately my sleep schedule became horrible because if you want to work full time as a rideshare driver, you have to work at the times when people need rides, which is early in the morning to get to work, leaving work or leaving the bar at night. Yeah, those are the weekday shifts. So I would be up around 6am to start getting those surge prices. Then I'd be driving at rush hour traffic. I'd usually take a nap in between that. And then I would usually go from rush hour and just stay up until the bars closed at about 2am. And they offer these bonuses like do um, 
20 rides in a day. Uh, but that always came down to, oh, I have to be working the entire day to yeah. get that bonus. And this was a thing with Postmates, especially when I was driving for them. They would stop sending you orders when you were at like 18 or 19 out of the 20. Oh, my God. And it didn't matter Evil. where you went. You just wouldn't get any more. Evil. Evil. I hate corporations so much. Let me be the first to say, corporations bad. I'm I'm gonna really put myself out there and say I think they're not good. You sure you wanna take a stance that big this early? Yeah. I know. This early into a podcast that is surely going to pop off like it's nobody's business. It's I see it a year from now. We have a million listeners and a million people lining up to be guests on the show. Yeah. And so with the- that power comes responsibility, and I have responsibility to say corporations bad. And you know what? I agree with you. <laughs> I wasn't sure if I could do it, but I agree. Corporations are bad, dude. What is what is the first of surely probably many embarrassing lift stories? I just two two very small ones popped into my mind uh, of just people being rude to me. So I definitely <laughs> I will come clean and say this was like the worst time in my life. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking like 2016 ish left a dead end job at Domino's to do another dead end job that took up all of my time mm-hmm. driving around. I just like ate fast food all day. Uh, I've ar- always had um, like weight issues in general. And I was like 300 pounds at this time, which mm-hmm. is, I never got higher than that. And I've been lower for a long time, but uh, it was like, so I was bad. And I the really the best job for me was driving around and I just remember two instances near my apartment in the time I was living in Koreatown. And one of them, I picked up a guy and uh, I was taking him to the gym and it was my gym, 24 hour fitness, K-Town. And we were driving over there and I, I noticed the address and it was, this was like right after he got in the car. I was like, oh, hey, that's my gym. And he was like, you go to that gym? And I was like, yeah. He was like, yeah, right. No. <laughs> At the beginning of the ride? Yeah. And oh my God. I was so non-confrontational. I just was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I dropped him off. I was so mad at him, but I never said anything. Oh my gosh. I would have, you're a better person because I would have um, signed him up for a bunch of junk mail. I, probably, I mean, I probably would have stopped my car and been like, get the fuck out of my car. I'm not finishing this ride. But I would have gotten his information and, and made doxed him, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it was around that time because that was like about my heaviest. Uh, and uh, for the listener, happy ending. I lost like 80 pounds uh, yeah. two years later. Um, but it was around that time because the other story that popped in my head is I picked a guy up from outside of a Chinese restaurant and he was a big guy. He was probably like 250, 260, sat immediately in the passenger seat which i always thought was a little weird especially to to just get in and not say anything um i don't know maybe maybe i'm weird there but i picked him up and i was driving him and he was a little chatty uh he just wanted to talk about whatever just like oh you see you've been to that restaurant that place was pretty good blah 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 and um then this was a thing that often 
has happened in my life and my time in LA. Uh, I am uh, an Italian man. I'm 50% Italian. I have a dark complexion. I've never, no one's ever said, oh, you're Italian. They always think I'm Mexican. And this guy was Mexican. And he was like, are you Mexican? (laughs) And I said, oh, no, I'm Italian. And he poked me in the stomach and said, yeah, I can tell. Oh, my God. Nick, you should have pushed him out of the car. (laughs) (laughs) He was too heavy, Jess. (laughs) Oh, so he was, like, commiserating. He was like, I also love to eat but that that time i was like why did you just say that to me yeah and it was like oh i was just being friendly dude it's like yeah right and then i didn't say anything to him for the rest of the ride that also happened at the start of the ride oh my god <laughs> and i just had to drive around with this guy in the passenger seat and i was like i was steaming oh i can't it being in the passenger seat makes it 10 times worse because yeah. like it's like trying so hard not to make eye contact did he explain he didn't explain why he's in the passenger seat no because i sometimes i have to sit up front if it's like like i can't sit in the rear back i have to sit in the middle or if it's with friends i have to sit up front so i don't get terribly motion sick right and so i will explain like i'll say like is it okay if i sit up front so i don't get nauseated and they will always say yes because they kind of have to but just to, yeah to get into the front seat first of all terrible evil without explaining anything and then to touch you in any way but to poke your belly is impulsive behavior it felt felt out of line to me i i feel very safe saying that's out of line (laughs) that somebody who's a who's a passenger in your car shouldn't poke your belly no i'd like to think not and then i'll just end because that was like um that was more embarrassing than I expected. I got uh, one more Uber story, if it's okay. Yeah. If we're okay on time here. Please. This is just more of a fun one. But when I was doing bar runs late at night, I remember I picked up a guy in downtown LA. And I recognize now that he was on something. But at the time, I didn't really understand. I I was never a big drug guy growing up. I didn't like my friends never did it we were all goody two shoes so i picked him up and i was i don't know if i thought maybe he was drunk or something um i'd also had people puking in cars around this time but uh i kind of took a risk on him we're driving all the way out from downtown la to east of pasadena I don't yeah it was really far it was like 19 miles and I'm I'm driving him out there and he's chatty the whole time sat in the back seat I was happy about that but we're talking and um he's pretty convivial and then uh get to the location I drop him off no, nothing eventful happened on that ride except I ended the ride I went to the gas station started filling up and I get a ping on the app and it's the same guy requesting a ride and no one was out there. Like it was super empty suburban area. I thought, I guess I'll just do it again. So yeah. accepted. I drive back. He gets in the car and doesn't remember me. And he, the first, and he's like, Hey, I need you to take me to my buddy's place. Um, it's just a, a couple blocks away. I was like, okay. So I start driving him over there 
and um, we stop in front of his friend's house and he says, hang on uh, a minute. I'm, I'm going to run in there. I'll be right back. And he, he leaves and I'm in the middle of the street. Uh, I don't have my, my flashlights on. I'm just sitting there and he's gone for a while. And then he gets back in and he has a paper bag and he has to go back to where, his home and I'm driving him. And he's like, sorry, dude, I didn't want to mislead you, but we just got some weed. This was a weed deal. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I mean, it's okay. He's like, okay, cool. And we're sitting there in silence for 30 seconds. And then he's like, hey, man, I uh, I want to tell you, I, I wasn't totally honest with you before. Um, was I was just buying Coke. <laughs> 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 and I was like, oh, oh, I did not realize that that's what was happening. Uh, he was buying Coke to just go do at the end of the night in his own place? That is correct. <laughs> what were his plans? I have no idea. But I was I was kind of like shook as you were. Yeah. And so I'm sitting there in silence now and I'm driving and he's quiet and he <laughs> ends the ride by saying, hey, I just want to tell you, it's really nice to have a quiet driver. This guy <laughs> guy before you talked my ear off. <laughs> Oh my god. It like threw me under the bus to me. (laughs) I can't imagine how drunk he must have been. And also, I guess maybe there's a chance he had roommates if he like lived that far out in a house. But the idea of taking that long of a lift from downtown back to your place outside of Pasadena and then like being like, actually, I need to round out this night with some cocaine and then getting back in a lift to go get coke and bring it back. I'm like, he, he, I hope it was for sex reasons that's the only thing i can think of is that somebody was coming over somebody was already there and he was like i gotta i gotta make it happen it was bizarre that it was just minutes later i think that's the thing he just had time to think about it but still not enough time to remember who i yeah time enough to completely forget your appearance and your car yeah it was the same car it was a scion xb that was my ride when I was a Lyft driver. The old really boxy one, not That's the newer one. one. Yeah. I I had a Kia Soul. That oh. was, yeah, my, I still miss that car. It was stolen. And if it had been available to me, I would have bought the exact same car. But I did learn that they are the, one of the most commonly stolen cars. And I was advised against it. Wow. I have a Kia Forte now. And Kia Forte showed up in a TikTok challenge where people figured out how to hack the car and steal it. Kias and Hyundais, very easy. Very funny because I now have a Hyundai. They're uh, sister companies. Did you know yeah. that? No. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Connections, destiny. Crazy. I do wish I'd known that before I bought a Hyundai. It's a great car. But, and uh, on the note of connections, I also get motion sickness. Oh, uh hashtag phoebe bridgers um (laughs) let's get phoebe on the show i think she'd do it uh yeah i get truly one of my most embarrassing traits is how easily i get nauseated doing any kind of motion whatsoever that's why i always volunteer to drive is so i don't get sick and it's probably put easily twenty thousand miles on my different cars over the years of me being like no i'll drive i'll drive us to palm springs i'll drive us to vegas because otherwise i'll be miserable the entire time we're extremely similar in this way i don't begrudge you for that at all can you do roller coasters i can do roller coasters honestly it's really just sitting in the car it's it's the 
like video games too. I remember my friend's mom used to not be able to watch us play this snowmobile racing game, Arctic Thunder, because she'd get motion sickness. But for me, if it's on a screen, it's fine. It's when I'm in a stationary space like a car and the outside is moving neck outside of me. And the the feeling of motion is not syncing up with my brain. That's what that's, it is. And me. that's exactly what motion sickness is, is that your brain is like, what the fuck is going on? Because roller coasters are like, yeah, you see where you're going all the time. But um, the fake roller coasters like Star Tours or like Smuggler's Run or like basically any of any ride at Universal, they all make me terribly ill i can't do them bummer i know i know i wonder if the motion sickness glasses would work on smugglers run well you'll have to try it but bring a cup <laughs> for you to puke in i want to i want to get them because sometimes i would like to be the passenger in a car but my only options are be sick or fall asleep immediately <laughs> hmm anytime brad is driving i'm asleep Yes, Brad, your boyfriend. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he doesn't even have a car, but sometimes I just make him do it because I'm like, you have to drive sometimes uh, just to keep things even. <laughs> <laughs> Occasionally, I have to know that you can drive. Um, wow. This, we truly shared some things. What do you think? What do you think the chances are? Anyone will listen to this first episode? I feel like. It's pretty high. It depends on how we promote it. But I think someone will listen. I do know. I know for a fact that we will have at least one listener. And I would bet a million dollars that it will be my best friend, Marcus, because he is the most supportive friend anybody could ever ask for. And I think he's listened to every podcast I've done. And like anytime I like post anything, he like messages me and he's like, this is so funny. Like, great job. And it makes me cry every time um so nice so, yeah let i it would be funny if this was the one thing where marcus was like i can't support american presidents uh as a canadian <laughs> <laughs> well i suspect that we'll have two listeners because my co-host from the reactivators podcast tyler schnupp mm -hmm. he often keeps tabs on podcasts i do oh because he he wants roasting material uh, yeah, I think so. I did mention <laughs> on a recent podcast that I was at a safari and got attacked by baboons. And then he wasn't on the podcast and later texted me, you were attacked by baboons? <laughs> <laughs> that's both like knowing your relationship. That's very uh, funny because so much of it is like the like antagonism, but also very sweet that he does just listen to other podcasts you do. Yeah, well, I think he's keeping me on my toes <laughs> it's it's more threatening than anything else yeah should we figure out a password for this week yeah yeah so um because we were talking before we recorded that i'm i'm sure that there will be people who ask to be on the podcast simply because people love to hear themselves talk me included once again i sometimes listen to my own episodes of other people's podcasts multiple times just because i'm like i <laughs> i did such a good job but uh i want to make sure that the people we have as guests are people who actually listen the only way to get on is to listen to the show so let's say the the password for this episode that you would have to tell us to get on the pod is um uh george washington has dysentery perfect yeah so if you're a listener probably marcus and probably tyler just two of our very close friends <laughs> and you want to be on 
uh, send us the phrase George Washington has dysentery. Or I guess if you saw some person, you could mention one of these two embarrassing stories that we talked about and uh, and pitch us on that. But um, yeah, otherwise we're we're not going to have people on until people listen to the show. <laughs> Uh, yeah, George Washington is dysentery. Great password. If you want to send it to me on social media, I'm at Nick Costanza on Instagram, at Nick Costanza on Blue Sky, Nick underscore Costanza on X, but I don't really plug that as often these days. I never even log. I like check X only if I'm in a public place and checking Instagram and TikTok would be rude. And I'm like, my dopamine receptors are so desperate that I'm like, fine, <laughs> I'll check. I'll check Twitter. Because, um, yeah, changing the name and the, and the icon really make a big difference. Where I'm like, well, I'm not going to do that anymore. But, yeah, if you want to message me on Instagram, on Instagram, I am fat cuck baby, uh, spelled exactly how it sounds. <laughs> and so if you want to be on, message one of us, uh, the password. Um, and also we, we ask that if you are one of our most likely two listeners to uh, keep the secret. Don't let other people know that we're not really talking about American presidents. Um, no, because we are. We are talking yeah. about American presidents. And we did. We learned two things about George Washington today. And so next, will next week's episode be Thomas Jefferson? I believe it will be John Adams. Pam, I learned something else today, and that it's John Adams was that Thomas Jefferson was president. Was he three? I think he, he was, was he either three president? or four. Oh, okay. when, we're going to figure that out. Yeah, that's that's it's on the uh, to do list for next week. We'll figure out the order. Yes. But um, yeah, we'll see you next week for John Adams. Don't tell anyone. And I think that's that's the end of our first episode of this podcast about American presidents that we'll think of a very funny name for sometime after this. Bye bye. Bye.